Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. (laughs) You're such a jerk. (laughs) That was really good. Thank you. But before we get to the movies, Travis. Yes. Uh, Travis, how's your how's your week been going, man? <laughs> it's been good. Uh, so I finally got I, I I got to go out and work this week, which has been nice. Are are you saying are you saying that you have a vehicle? Okay. So it's not my vehicle. I'm renting one. But I am at least out being able to go and make money, which is good for me. You are you are gaining liquid capital acquisition. Or I you, sure you're, am. You're yes. getting, you have liquid capital acquisition happening. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I am making those fat stacks, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Very nice. <laughs> so well, at I, least it's something, right? Exactly right. I'll, I'll take that as as a win for right now. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's been same old, same old. Uh, I wish I could talk about more of what I saw this weekend, but I was only really able to see one thing. What and was that? I we forgot to talk about it uh, last week, but they premiered. Um, a new anime movie on Friday. It was for the new My Hero Academia. Ah, okay. And I went. And, I went and saw that, which I thought was really good. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, very nice. And then, okay, okay. Like, so, is it like within the time frame of the show, or is it like after, or? It's during. It's during the show. Um, it's kind of its own story. Okay. Yep. Uh, it's um, but. I really don't think you need to see the anime to really understand, but uh, it might help in the long run, just so you know characters. Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, it's really good. I would recommend it um, to go see it if you like that sort of thing, like anime or that anime in particular. But I always think they do a really good job with those, so I just think it's a good time. Awesome. Nice. Very, very nice. Um. Well, uh, I guess other than that, how how was your Halloween? Because that was here. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was good. Uh, I worked. Okay. So I wish I was able to report that I watched a bunch of horror movies, and I didn't. And I feel so bad about it, because I wish I could have. <laughs> you know how many horror movies I watched? Zero. You are <laughs> correct, sir. And I just hit my <laughs> microphone again. Dang it. Uh, but... Uh, I mean, okay, so, uh, we did hand out candy this year. Okay. Uh, and let, let, so let's just say previous years we've had, uh, anywhere from like 40 to 70 trick-or-treaters. Okay. This year we didn't even reach 20. Oh, that's lame. Yes. So, uh, we have a lot of candy. So, uh, if you could just let me know which candy I need to eat next at facebook.com slash movies are thing or Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that at movies are thing. I think that's the earliest that I got that in ever. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know this really isn't like movie related, but like, what is your favorite Halloween candy? Ooh, ooh, well, (laughs) (laughs) let's see for me, it. It depends. Okay. Because if I'm looking for something like chocolatey, then I will go for just straight up Hershey bar. Okay. Because I can sit and let that just melt in my mouth. Okay. Which is awesome. Oh, it is. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but if I want something, you know, like, like really sweet right now, the one that we have that I love the most in our little candy bowl that we've got, or big candy bowl, I guess, really, mm-hmm. that we've got is... uh actually those those lifesaver gummies oh those are good oh they are so good they are so <laughs> bad for you but they are so good oh they are oh i know <laughs> <laughs> what about you uh okay and does it does it correlate to your favorite candy to eat during a movie oh okay hmm that's a hard, no it does not because like 
for Halloween, I, I I usually go for either Snickers or Reese's. Okay. Okay. And but then for a movie, I would go for like peanut M and M's or peanut butter M and M's if that's available. Ooh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Like making just all of that ruckus just. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, at least at least it's quieter than nachos. That's very true. Very, very true. <laughs> uh, okay, very nice. Very nice. Uh, how about we get into some of the movie news for this week? Let's hop on in. Woo. All right, first thing that we have is something that we were talking about last week that mm-hmm. quite literally the day after we recorded, <laughs> before <laughs> I had it fully edited, uh, it was given the green light, and that is Dune Part 2, because Perfect. we had Dune Part 1. Mm-hmm. And now we have the green light for Dune Part 2, which, good. We definitely need that, yeah. Yes, yes, it it can't leave us hanging like that. That was... Exactly. <laughs> that would have been very unfortunate. Um, It would have, um, but not within the realm of possibility. Like, it is definitely within that realm of possibility that they could have done that. Because oh, this absolutely. movie, like, might not have gotten greenlit, but I'm glad that it did. Yeah, I mean, they, they could have, you know teased the green power ranger and then not been able to make a second movie because nobody went to go see it even though it was a great movie what i still want that sequel (laughs) i do too so bad oh i i am i am i am very mad that it did not get a sequel quite honestly i am too (sighs) and i think you and i were the only two that really liked that that remake nobody went to go see it I know, and that's the sad part. Like, they like they didn't even give it a try. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this is this is when we were still working at the movie theater. Right. And, oh, I know. I mean, both of us were sitting there like, okay, please, just just go, just give it a chance, uh-huh. and just go and watch it, and tell me what you think. And like, nobody went to go see it, which is very disheartening because, I don't know, I'm, I might be biased, but I think I have some pretty good taste in movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right <laughs> might be a little biased mm-hmm. but yeah no dune getting a sequel is fantastic it's not something that happens all that often when it should right but yes it well good i'm glad we get that sequel which fun fact i was just reading about this apparently yeah. uh the writer of dune not the mm-hmm. not the book the movie okay the writer of the screenplay for dune that you know came out this year wrote the script on a program that only runs on ms dos really yes yes okay so uh was it i think it was i think it was john spaths no hold on i will get there i think it was eric roth eric roth okay um one second let me let me double check that make sure i'm not going crazy yes eric eric roth uh, okay. Wrote the Dune screenplay on MS DOS, <laughs> but wow. I mean, he's written he's written a few different screenplays. Mm-hmm. Uh, that apparently that's the only way that he writes them, because then he doesn't have the distractions for of the internet. You know, there's there's no way of somebody connecting into the computer to steal it or anything like that. It's it's all done just right there. <laughs> Old school. I like it. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, like, if you if you look at his IMDb, mm-hmm. let's see here. Uh, we have, going through here, 1994, The Postman. Oh, sorry, that was 97. 1994, Forrest Gump. Uh, 2001, Ali. Uh, 2005, Munich. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Uh, 2008, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Uh, 2011, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Okay. Uh, 2018, A Star is Born. And oh, then Dune, 2021. He's got some movies under his belt. You know, one or two. One or yeah, two. just one or two. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. So, I mean, on the IMDb page for Dune, it does have uh, Eric Roth and John Spath and Denis Villeneuve as screenplay by those those people mm-hmm. so um how much of the screenplay screenplay is by eric roth who knows but yes we are getting a second one it is going to be great can't wait love it it's gonna be glorious yes yes 
And one thing that I read to, or that I saw, uh, when Denis did a interview, mm-hmm. that this is this is this is honestly kind of a a sentiment that I'm glad that he has for this movie is that he is making the movie for one audience member, and that is himself. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and I mean, you know, it, this is this is his vision of what he saw in the books when uh when he read them you know when he was a teenager growing up so you could say that this is his passion project basically basically yeah absolutely and i mean and we knew that it was going to look amazing just from stuff that he's done before Mm -hmm. and like like i said last week you know the one of the only complaints that i have is that it was very dark not thematically dark just lighting wise dark Mm -hmm. and uh yeah We'll see if we can hopefully see see more of the the sandworm and the next one because we're getting one. Uh, we're gonna get some more spice in our lives. The spice melange. Yep. <laughs> uh, going on to uh, our next news of something that is going to theaters as well. Mm-hmm. The Mitchells versus the Machines is going to be coming to theaters. Which so this this is this is a movie that is a Netflix movie. So it started off in Netflix mm-hmm. and is now uh, going to be released to theaters uh, in, in November here. Okay. Uh, but basically the, their Netflix is teaming up with iconic events releasing mm-hmm. to bring this to theaters. And, and before, you know, they've, they've done things like WWE super slam and Bo Burnham inside uh, they brought the Lego movie and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. You know, they brought that stuff in. So uh, I know the Mitchells versus the Machines has gotten some very, very good reviews so far of people that just watch it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But it might be something to also go and watch in the theaters. Yeah, I remember when we saw the trailer for that one, I wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I mean, I haven't had a chance on Netflix, but maybe I will on the theater. Yeah, it looks like it's going across the country on saturday november 20th and sunday november 21st oh perfect okay so the weekend before thanksgiving sweet right thanksgiving is the fourth thursday in november yeah it's the last thursday of november okay yeah so yeah november november 20th and 21st if you want to catch mitchell's uh the mitchell's versus the machines in theaters you have that option uh one thing you probably won't have an option of seeing in the theaters Mm mm-hmm is the new South Park movie that's coming on Thanksgiving. Sad, but okay, yep. It is, it is going to be the first of 14 uh, as part of the contract that they made, that Matt Stone and Trey Parker made, uh, made for streaming films that South Park is going to have. See, I'm really happy that they're doing this, and I want to watch it, but I don't know if I want to get Paramount Plus just to watch it, though. Because, like, it's not even going to be on, like, HBO Max. It's just on Paramount+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it makes me want to get it, but then it's like, ugh, I don't want to have to get another streaming service. Right. I oh, just got to find somebody who has it, right? I guess so. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Hey, Travis, are you a student? I am not a student, unfortunately. Ah, uh, you could have gotten 25% off. Oh, darn it. Is there a free Paramount Plus version? Uh, it doesn't actually tell you the different types of... Oh, plans start at four ninety nine a month. Gross. For $4.99? Uh, $499 a month. Oh, my God. I'm, t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. $4.99 a month. I was going to say, that's like... Yeah, it better be like oscar winners galore <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you know they have things like a quiet place mm-hmm. and iCarly. oh yeah totally because that's and and uh rupaul's drag race Ooh, thrilling <laughs> i i don't know man like i never got too into south park <laughs> okay. personally like I'll, I'll watch episodes and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um yeah, I never, I never like specifically made time to go and watch an episode of South Park. But I, I, yeah, I guess it's different for me because I've been like following it 
like every season since it's been out for quite a many for quite many years right right so i mean i guess that just comes natural to me but like it just stinks because i'm used to it being on comedy central Mm -hmm. and now it's moving from that to paramount plus and Mm -hmm. uh, they even are showing south park on hbo max but now you can't even do that and it's just, it just seems like a whole big hassle, but I get why they're... New episodes of the show will still air first on Comedy Central. Oh, good. Okay. So these are just the movies. Yeah, the mo- the movies are just made for streaming films. Okay. So they will only be on Paramount+, Plus, but the show will still be airing on Comedy Central. I guess I'm going to have to get Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Dang nabbit. <laughs> Dang nabbit. They got me again. <laughs> yo ho, yo ho, pirates like Life for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, going from four four children in Colorado to zombies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Why not? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder's. Uh, he made the or he's making the sequel for Army of the Dead, right? Yes. We have a title. <gasps> Ooh, what is it? Planet of the Dead. Ooh, I like it. So it is, yes. Basically, so Army of the Dead is getting three different follow-up projects. There's a prequel anime uh, called Army of the Dead Las Vegas. Okay. And then a live-action prequel titled Army of Thieves. I gotta watch which that. Which actually I think is out right now. Yeah, it came out last weekend, I believe. Yes. Yeah, we. I think we missed it. Oh, oops. <gasps> My bad. Stink. And then Planet of the Dead is in early development right now. And it will still be directed by Zack Snyder and all that good stuff? Uh, it definitely looks like it. Uh, good. Zack Snyder is working on it. And it looks like Snyder has kind of said that uh, Dieter, the safe-cracking character played by Matthias... Uh, Schweighoffer mm-hmm. in Army of the Dead and the upcoming prequel Army of Thieves or out the prequel that's out Army of Thieves could be making his return in Planet of the Dead. Ooh, okay. So if you like that character, it's possible. I mean, he was prob- probably the best character in the movie of like Army of the Dead. I haven't seen or Ar- Ar- Army of Thieves. Right, right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I guess going from, from one horror to another horror. That sounds good, okay. Because I I honestly don't have too much to say. Sorry about that, Travis. Uh, it's okay. Uh, Evil Dead Rise, the new Evil Dead movie, mm-hmm. has wrapped filming. And this is the one that's uh, being made for HBO Max, correct? Uh, I believe so, yes. Okay. Well, I hope this is good. I I'm a huge fan of the Evil Dead franchise, uh, so this will be uh, hopefully a lot of fun. But I will have to wait and see once we see a trailer and the actual product. So mm-hmm. I, I'm super excited. Well, just as a reminder as well, mm-hmm. uh, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, I don't or they're not they they are executive producers on this project. Yes. Uh, but they are also the ones that hand-selected uh, Lee Cronin to write and direct it. Well, as long as they have Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell's uh, approval, then that's all I need. There you go. So there you go. It should be good. But one thing I wanted to say is they Lee Cronin put out a, a tweet on Twitter mm-hmm. that said, Eight months, one COVID lockdown, 6,500 liters of blood... And more memories than my brain can even process. <laughs> I like it. So they, they used a lot of fake blood. That makes me happy. <laughs> it makes me happy. It just makes the horror nerd in me just scream in happiness. Very nice. Uh, it should be, should, be, should be interesting. Yes, sir. I wonder if there's going to be any, uh, any random doves flying in front of the camera. <laughs> Speaking of doves flying in front of the camera, John Woo uh-huh. <laughs> is coming back to directing uh, after his uh, like twenty-year hiatus from Hollywood. Right, and it looks like he's gonna he's gonna be directing a movie called Silent Night, which is going to be a no dialogue action film 
with Joel Kinnaman. Wow. So I have a feeling that there's going to be doves. So, okay, yeah, there will be doves. I'm trying to think what other movies John Woo has done. I know as soon as you say them, I'm going to be like, yep, yep, I know. But Uh, He did Mission Impossible 2. Mission Impossible 2. Okay. Um, Hold on. Hold on. Wait, was he the one who did Face Off? Yes, he did. <laughs> he did Face he Off did, is such a good movie. He did Face Off. Um, okay. Let's see here. So he did Hong Kong action classics, A Better Tomorrow, uh, The Killer, Bullet in the Head, and Hard Boiled, which I think, okay. I think Hard Boiled is known for a continuous shot, a very, very famous continuous shot. Mm-hmm. I think is is the one that I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, but then he also did Mission Impossible Two, like I was saying, and Face Off, and then uh, he did Paycheck with Ben Affleck in 2003. Oh, that's right. Yes, he did. Here. Wow. Okay, but yeah, so definitely Hard Boiled is the one that I was thinking of. But there is there is a lot of gunfighting, and there's like some pretty good one shots in there. Mm-hmm. to check out which looks pretty good looks pretty good <laughs> <laughs> and it's got uh chow yun fat in it all right yep as the the main character mm-hmm. yes yes <laughs> everybody gives mission impossible 2 a lot of crap for how bad it is i don't think it's that bad of a movie i like that one more than i like the first mission impossible and then they keep getting better as it goes on but right right so I mean, the the first one was Brian De Palma. Yes. And then we had John Woo for the second one, and then we had JJ uh, Lens Flare Abrams. Yep. For the third one, the fourth one was the fourth one Ghost Protocol. Was that Brad Bird? Yes, it was. And then the fifth one, or was the fifth one Ghost Protocol? Oh gee, um, so no, three, uh, so, so two, three is the one with. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Correct. Four is Ghost Protocol. So that's the one. Okay. And then five would be uh, Rogue, Rogue Nation. Nation. And then go uh, Fallout. Fallout. With the with the shotgun arms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget about that, but yes. So yeah. Uh, number four was Ghost Protocol with Brad Bird. Yep. Mission Impossible 5 was Rogue Nation with Christopher McQuarrie. And then Mission Impossible Fallout had Christopher McQuarrie again. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time that they had a returning director for the Mission Impossible franchise. And oh, then okay. I think they're going with Christopher McQuarrie again for Mission Impossible 7. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. I which, like it. Which the, the latest Mission Impossibles also have Rebecca Ferguson, who is also in Dune. Mm-hmm. Bringing it on back. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Oh, and Mission Impossible 7 also has uh, Carrie Elwes. And Haley Atwell. And Vanessa Kirby. That's right. Yes, it does. <laughs> and Rob Delaney. <laughs> There's just so many people. Ah, uh, it's going to be... Ah, uh, okay. But yes, John Woo. Mission Impossible 2, John Woo. Face Off, John Woo. Is yes. going to be directing Joel Kinnaman in uh, Silent Night. Well, I look with, forward to that. With no dialogue. That'll be weird, but I think it'll be okay. Going on to something with dialogue, though. It's a me... Garfield. <laughs> uh, we are getting we are getting reports that Chris Pratt is going to be the voice of Garfield in a new movie. See, why is it that I can see him playing Garfield but not Mario? I can see him playing Garfield way more than I can see him playing Mario. Yep. <laughs> but with this Garfield movie, mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, it's going to be released by Sony Pictures. Okay. The script is being written by David Reynolds, who wrote Finding Nemo. Okay. It's going to be directed by, by Mark Dindle, who directed Chicken Little. Okay. But they both, uh, David Reynolds and Mark Dindle, both worked on The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, that's a classic. Okay. So, maybe, maybe, we'll see. I mean, it can't be any worse than when Bill Murray was Garfield. Hey, I liked the first Garfield. The first Garfield was okay. But the Tale of, the two, Tale kitties. of two Kitties is 
a litter box, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Oh, and apparently David Reynolds started his career as a writer for Light Night with Conan O'Brien. Ooh, okay. Interesting, interesting. I like that, that's cool. But yes, so we, we have, I like on the uh, the news article that we have here, Mm-hmm. Underneath the picture, it just says Chris Pat, uh, Chris Pratt Garfield, <laughs> and that's all it says. Yep, like really, he's he's in another thing, right? Right. So I mean, we've we just had the Tomorrow War on Amazon mm-hmm. with him. Yep, and we've got Jurassic World coming in with him, mm-hmm. and we've got Guardians coming in with him. Yep, and we've got oh and Guardians <laughs> Guardians the Ride. Yep. And we've got Guardians the Holiday Special. And we've got... <laughs> and I'm sure he'll be in Thor Love and Thunder. It's definitely possible, yes. He might have a cameo in Thor Love and Thunder. He might be in Spider-Man. Who knows? Ah, man. Chris Pratt is doing a lot. Yes, so, he is. <laughs> one thing that is not doing a lot, though, mm-hmm. is the movie based off of the Broadway show Wicked. So, <laughs> apparently... This thing has been in production since 2004. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I've been hearing a lot over the years about a Wicked movie coming out. Yeah, yeah. like, the year after it made its Broadway debut, they've been trying to develop a Wicked movie, Mm -hmm. an adaptation of the musical. So, right now, it... They're hoping to start production June 2022. Okay. And it is going to be shooting in the UK. Okay. Like, it, it moved over to the UK. But we have to remember as well, this is coming from Universal. Mm-hmm. Which gave us... It gave us Mamma Mia, and it gave us Les Miserables. But it also gave us Cats, and more recently, Dear Evan Hansen. Which That's have true. both kind of just flopped right yes it did so we'll have to see we'll have to see how it goes we'll have to see i don't know do we have a director still attached to it (sighs) last time i heard i thought it was steven spielberg but i think that went out the window now that he did west side story that's right okay sorry john chu that's yep okay so i mean he he's done a few other musicals (laughs) just a few He's done other Broadway adaptations as well. Because mm-hmm. he's the one that directed uh, In the Heights. That's right. Yes, he was. And then he's also been doing, um, you know, he did like, he did the Now You See Me. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, uh, Now You See Me too. Crazy Rich Asians, G.I. Joe, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, Gem and the Holograms, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but... I, I really enjoyed the the adaptation of In the Heights. I did. Right, yes you did. I remember you saying that. So I am I am looking forward to Wicked. And I enjoyed Now You See Me Too and I enjoyed Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. Wicked is the one about the the good witch and the bad witch. Yes, and the they, the, the wicked witch school or whatever. Yeah. Glinda Glinda and Elphaba. And their Elf- their kind of story of growing up. Okay, so you basically get the story of how the Wicked Witch became the Wicked Witch. Correct, correct. And I did, I did have a chance to go and see this. Okay. Uh, on stage, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. They, they had some some pretty cool effects that were that were pretty sweet to see. Mm-hmm. Even though I was pretty high up in the, in the auditorium, but oh, sure, okay. <laughs> it was it was a very good, very good play, and I kind of really want to see what they do with a movie adaptation of it well i can't it should be good hopefully absolutely absolutely you know what else is good what's that most everything that alan tudyk is in that's true speaking of did you know that he's going to be in Encanto? i did not but what character is he playing he's playing the toucan (gasps) oh my gosh (laughs) he is playing pico the toucan in the film which is is pretty on par with him recently. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, basically. <laughs> but apparently, Alan Tudyk is Disney Animation's 
version of Pixar's John Ratzenberger as like their good luck charm, basically, uh-huh. because he was in Wreck-It Ralph mm-hmm. uh, as King Candy. Yep. <laughs> you had a guy with glasses. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was he was in Frozen. Yes. As yes, the the Duke of Wesselton. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's not Weaselton. Make sure you don't say Weaselton. <laughs> he was he was Alistair Cray in Big Hero Six. Mm-hmm. He was Duke Weaselton, not Wesselton, in Zootopia. <laughs> he was he was he was the chicken in Moana. Yes, he was. Which kind of started his his animal sounds that he went to Juilliard for. <laughs> he was in Ralph Breaks the Internet as Knows More. Uh huh. And then he was also Tuk Tuk in Raya and the Last Dragon. Yes, he was. So he was like the armadillo pillbug riding wheel thing. He did the the voice sounds for that one. Oh, that's awesome. And now he's going to be a toucan in Encanto. I always enjoy everything that he's in, so that'll be good. Especially when he is a leaf on the wind and watch how he... Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that was cruel. Uh, <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. That it is. Uh, I do not have a segue into this next one, so we're just going to go right into it. Okay. Boondock Saints 3 is happening. Eh, okay. <laughs> you sound so excited, Travis. Uh, I just thought that the original Boondocks, Boondock Saints was just okay. Like, I liked it, but I'm not as big a fan as most people are for it. How dare you? <laughs> and then the sequel was just... I, I didn't like the sequel at all. Right, right. So, I mean, I guess I will just have to wait and see what this one looks like, but I'm not looking forward to it as of right now. So, Norman Reedus and Sean mm-hmm. Flannery Patrick... Sean Patrick Flannery, wow... Are, are planning on being back, mm-hmm. and Troy Duffy is back as well, and then uh, it looks like Duffy again wrote the script with a lot of input from Sean Patrick Flannery, not Sean Flannery Patrick, mm-hmm. and Norman Reedus. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be shooting next May, after Flannery has completed completed his work on the series The Boys, and Reedus is freed up from The Walking Dead. That's right. He is in the boys. I forgot. Okay. All right. I was like, <laughs> where do I recognize that guy before? But yep. Okay. He he is in the boys. <laughs> well, not only that, Sean Patrick Flannery has been in a few different things. Mm-hmm. He was in a couple episodes of Dexter. Okay. Uh, saw the final chapter. Okay. The dead zone. A couple episodes there. Mm-hmm. Well, he played Indiana Jones in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, I like that show. Okay. And then he was also... Um, oh, where did it go? Where did it go? I was just looking at one. The Evil Within. Oh, the from, video game? Okay. From 2017. Mm-hmm. No, the the movie, The Evil Within. It might have just been more of a not really released. Might have just been like a not really a theatrical release, but more of like a straight to DVD sort of fare or streaming. Kind of, yeah. Gotcha. Ah, uh, but yes. So they're all back. Okay. Should be pretty fun. I hope so. We'll have to see. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, yes. Going, going from. I I got I got nothing. I I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> going to something that we've we've talked about before though. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That Quiet Place kind of spin-off movie, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. that we were talking about, uh, with Jeff Nichols directing. Yes. He has left the project. Okay. Uh, on amicable terms, because so the the project is being developed by Paramount Pictures. Mm-hmm. But Jeff Nichols is parting ways with that one to work on his own sci-fi project. He is developing at Paramount, which is the studio is all about right now. Okay, so he's good. he's staying in the in the studio, but switching projects from something of John Krasinski's mind to something of his own mind. So that's cool. Okay. So they're gonna have to find another another director for this new movie in the Quiet Place universe. Mm-hmm. But something tells me that that won't be too hard to do. Yeah, not at all. 
they'll find people. It won't be that hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if some of them have like their own takes on what they want to do. Oh, exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. So, uh, that basically kind of wraps up our news. Mm-hmm. But if we missed anything, you can let us know at Facebook. We're facebook.com slash movies are thing. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that at movies are thing. If you want to help us, uh, let us know what we missed out on. You can let us know over there. Mm-hmm. But I think it's trailer time. It's trailer time. It's trailer time. It's trailer time. <laughs> <laughs> the first one that we have is actually, it is a series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But it's a live action series based off of an anime. And that is the Cowboy Bebop series. Did you ever watch that series, Travis? I never did. I wanted to really bad, and I, I know some things about it. Yeah. But everybody that I've seen that has, seen, that has watched the um, that has watched the original show and then has watched the trailer has been pretty excited for it. Mm-hmm. Because it, it definitely seems like they're taking kind of the, the same kind of style, but as a live-action show. Mm-hmm. And also kind of doing their own thing with it. Yeah, I was very impressed with that trailer because it's like, man, this looks like an anime just with real people. Right, right. You know, they they got a lot of the movements down. They got a lot of the the kind of cinematography of it mm-hmm. down. You know, kind of the some of the impossible camera angles they got, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. So we'll have to we'll have to see how that one goes. If you liked the if you saw the original Cowboy Bebop series and you liked it. You might want to check out the trailer for the live-action one that's coming to uh, Netflix. And then if you also want to watch that series before you see the new one, you can on Netflix. Fantastic. Which, by the way, uh, John Cho mm-hmm. plays like the main character. Yes, he does. <laughs> and he looks like spot on. <laughs> Which is crazy because, yeah. you know, it, it, it's weird to see... Harold slash Sulu as <laughs> this this you know anime character mm-hmm. like, yeah. you need to go get Kumar man <laughs> go to White Castle before escaping Guantanamo Bay exactly and then having a very Harold and Kumar Christmas <laughs> yes so going from a live action anime to pretty darn close to a, a live action animation mm-hmm <laughs> We, we did get a teaser for Lightyear, which is the, the new Pixar film based off of Buzz Lightyear. Kind of mm-hmm. like the, it's a story of the person who Buzz Lightyear is based off of or something. It's supposed to be something like that. Which is again voiced by Chris Pratt. That is true. That is true. <laughs> no, no, no. Chris Evans. Wrong Chris. Oh, is it Chris Evans? I thought it was Chris Pratt. Nope. Chris Evans. Okay. All right. The the trailer looks phenomenal. It does. Oh, just looks it just so looks good. beautiful. It looks, looks so beautiful. good. And then we really didn't get too much of the voice acting. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the character model for Buzz Lightyear, mm-hmm. or sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, Buzz Lightyear, uh, is basically Chris Evans' face molded to fit the. Buzz Lightyear toy. Yes, it is. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like how they molded Tim Allen's face almost to look like Buzz Lightyear. Or they modeled Buzz Lightyear to look like Tim Allen, could say, confirmed. But... <laughs> Diddy. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. It. Oh. 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 Sorry, I was just, I was just looking at this. Apparently, mm. the director, uh, Agnes... Angus McLean mm-hmm. has a few other directing credits. Uh, the short oh. Bernie, uh, based off of one of the little robots for Wall- from Wally, okay, has a couple of other shorts for Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Co-directed Finding Dory, okay, and is now directing Lightyear. I like it. Okay, like when I first heard about this project, I was like, "How are they going to?" go from like the toy version of having Tim Allen's voice to the real life Buzz Lightyear being right. voiced by Chris Evans. Right, right. 
And I was thinking about it, like, it really makes sense, because, I mean, the toy would be much different from the real person, so I guess that makes sense in my book. Exactly, exactly. And his suit looks awesome. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, like, all the iterations of it do, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's good. It should be fantastic here. So I'm, I'm looking some more here at, uh, at Angus McLean, mm-hmm. who's, again, this is their credits on IMDb. They were part of the animation department for Jerry's Game back in 1997. Jerry's Game. Okay. The old dude playing chess with himself. <gasps> yes. <laughs> I remember that one fondly. Uh, Angus was an uh, animator on that one. Okay. An additional animator on Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, animator on For the Birds, mm-hmm. which is an amazing Pixar short. I love it. Yes. A character developer on Monsters, Inc., an animator on Finding Nemo. Uh, animator on The Incredibles, on oh, oh, One Man Band, the short. Oh, that's a good one too. He was he was a supervising editor er, animator on that one. Mm-hmm. Cars, Ratatouille, Wally, uh, did the voice for Bernie in the in the film, and then did the short Bernie of like the the welding robot that's outside the ship. Mm-hmm. That was Bernie. Okay. Uh, animator on Up, animator on Toy Story three, and. Toy Story Tunes Hawaii Vacation Hawaiian Vacation short supervising animator all before I mean you know going and you know had some of the directing stuff in there mm-hmm. and then co-directing Finding Dory and now directing Buzz or yeah Lightyear mm-hmm. wow so He's Ben with Pixar a while yeah no kidding <laughs> so uh, yes yeah, so this one looks looks pretty darn good I'm super stoked dude yeah are you, are you stoked are you stoked to infinity and beyond hey <laughs> nice all right so the next one that we have the next trailer that we have is a little bit of a shift <laughs> just a little I'll bit ju- uh, uh, yeah <laughs> we have another trailer for house of gucci that dropped mm-hmm. which i'm getting a little bit more intrigued by this one yeah me too it, it's definitely going more of the uh conniving kind of retribution-y thriller-y kind of family taking out family Mm -hmm. for the empire kind of thing right yep (laughs) so it's looking it's looking pretty good like i've never worn gucci but i will definitely be seeing the house of gucci (laughs) (laughs) i just wonder how long it's going to take to kind of get over the accents oh i know uh Although I do have to say, uh, what was the movie? It was it was um, the walk, right? The walk. Oh, with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. Yes. Where he put on a uh, an outrageous French accent. Um, <laughs> where yeah, his his accent in that was in the trailers made you kind of go, mm-hmm. but when I went to go watch the movie. I I was like, okay, you know what? We're good within five minutes mm-hmm. of starting the movie. Which, <laughs> that one always gets me because that's the movie that it was me. It was me in the back row watching the mm-hmm. movie. And then these two little old ladies in one of the front rows. Okay. And then as the movie started, they pulled out their phone and started recording. Oh, jeez. And it was only us in the theater. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So I went down there and I was like, uh, I don't think they want you recording here. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. And then they left. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> Dang, caught. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of hard to miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know I'm, I kind of sink into myself a little bit when I'm at the movies, but. I'm still kind of hard to miss. Yeah, you're still tall and lanky. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but yes, that that's my that's my fun story about a movie with a with a very strange accent. But House of Gucci, this one brought a lot more of the, like we were saying, kind of the the conspiracy espionage or not espionage, but conspiracy thrillery kind of house battling against itself kind of thing. Yep. Oh yes. We'll see. We'll see. I hope it's good. I do. I do. Sweet. All right. The next one that we have is a Roland Emmerich disaster film 
<laughs> and that is Moonfall. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. I was sold on this movie until they're making it like an alien thing. I don't know exactly what that is, but I don't like it. Like the moon just falling into the earth. I would be okay with that. But now they're like, and they're adding like a sentient being to it. I don't like it. <laughs> what you did? You didn't like Independence Day? I like the first Independence. I, I like the original. I don't like the sequel. You don't. You don't like the sentient Godzilla coming and wreaking havoc. No, not really. <laughs> what what you got against Mama Godzilla laying all of her eggs in Madison Square Garden? Uh, I like okay. I, I like that Godzilla. I do. It's got a soft spot in my heart, but it's not my favorite. <laughs> Roland Emmerich is good with his disaster movies, like right. Independence Day or uh, Day after 2012, Day after tomorrow, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, I just don't know. I, uh, he directed 10,000 BC as well, didn't he? Oh, I forgot about that one. Yes, he did. And he did The Patriot. Patriot was good. <gasps> he did... What? He did Stargate. Wait, what? Roland Emmerich directed Stargate. I've never seen that. <laughs> really? It's yeah, pretty no, good. I haven't. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. And then the show was pretty good, too. Stargate's the one with Kurt Russell, right? It is. It is. Okay. And James Bader. Okay. I I I used to always get those two mixed up. Like I, I used to mix uh that one up with Dune a lot. Like is it Stargate or is it Dune? <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And then it's also got uh yes, uh Eric Avari. Mm-hmm. Who you might remember as Doctor Terrence Bay in The Mummy or Cecil Anderson in Mr. Deeds. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> smoking his pipe and french stewart's in in stargate as well that's right that's right french stewart's in stargate and jaiman hansu's in stargate oh, i forgot <laughs> about these i have to rewatch stargate okay yes <laughs> okay i have to i have to rewatch stargate i will have to watch stargate and then uh let's see here and then he did U- universal soldier in 92 universal soldier okay with Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren. Yep. yep. So I think that was that was kind of like one of his first big directing roles, I think. Because mm-hmm. the other ones I don't recognize at all. And then he did Stargate, and then he did Independence Day, and then he did Godzilla, and then he did The Patriot, and then he did The Day After Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, this, this is all within like uh, 10, 12 year span. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. So basically, once Godzilla came around, it, all the studios were basically like, "Here, just just take money, print some more. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you want to with your money. Just print some more for us. Thank you. Appreciate yep. it." <laughs> I but, will make the biggest. I I will make the biggest disaster movie ever. <laughs> and oh, he did White House Down as well. Oh yes, he did he with did. Uh, Channing Tatum and Jamie Fox. Yep. Yep, because there was yeah. there was White House down, and then there was um, Olympus. Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Yep, and then he did he did Midway too, didn't he? Yes, he yeah. did. Yep, he did Midway. That's right. I never watched that one. It was okay. I wanted to, but I never did. And now we've got Moonfall. We got the trailer for it, which, I mean, I feel like the movies that he's made, the disaster films that he's made that have a sentient being being more of the cause than say a natural or you know human made disaster mm-hmm. that those ones seem to do better on the whole than the other ones i don't know we'll have we'll have to see i think we'll have to see more trailers i think we will too i mean i'm gonna give it a shot because it is roland emmerich but right. just i i don't know the sentient being isn't doing it for me but we'll just have to wait and see all right all right so going from sci-fi disaster to just sci-fi i mean it's still in space it is still in space but it is happening a long time ago in a galaxy far far away hey hey we got we actually have a trailer for uh, a new tv series on disney plus star wars the book of boba fett which wow yeah this is gonna be good i am ready for it Mm -hmm. i cannot wait to see 
where they go with this. And I like how they're going to dive into the whole Jabba the Hutt stuff. Right, right. Which is awesome. But, yeah, so, I mean, Jabba's gone, you know, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. And uh, somebody had to take his place. Exactly. And who better than uh, Mr. Boba Fett? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, his name is Mr. Fett. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> A nerd. No. O- only his <laughs> friends call him Boba. Uh, yep. <laughs> so he would say that nobody calls him Boba. <laughs> He's just fit. <laughs> uh, but yes, that this one looks it, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a lot more of the backstory. That forward we'll story? Be, yeah, forward story and we'll also be back on tattooing. Yes, but it's full of sand. And it's coarse. And rough and irritating. It gets yep. everywhere. It gets everywhere. It's coarse, rough, it's irritating. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Annie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one there, there is a path that does not lead, or there is no path that leads from... Well, no, there is. I take that back. Mm-hmm. I, I, I apologize. There is a path that leads from Star Wars to Kevin Smith. Of course. Because why not? Speaking of Kevin Smith, our next trailer is called Clerk. It's for a movie called Clerk. It's a documentary mm-hmm. about Kevin Smith and kind of his journey from making Clerks to, you know, mall rats to, you know, trying to trying to be a very taken seriously filmmaker to just kind of going back and making what he wants, whether it's movies or podcasts or uh, going to live shows and doing that kind of stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. And just trying to be happy with where he's at. Right. Yes. Uh, I think this looks really good. Um, I've always been a big fan of Kevin Smith. And mm-hmm. uh, like I've heard little bits of stories of what went on during the filming and the writing process for Clerks. And I always heard that it was uh, a big uh, trying time for him because... Nobody really wanted it to be made but him, and he right. made it happen. Well, I mean, like, he made it at his place of work. Yes, he did. Like, yep. during the night when it was closed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he shouldn't have even been there that day, so... <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> so that... It does look good. It looks very kind of revealing i guess and to his his mindsets mm-hmm. so it should be it should be fun to fun to see where it all goes most definitely and then it also looks like they're delving a little bit more into his other movies too right right and how they were like hey you're gonna you're gonna make us a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. and then he made you know 98 million dollars less than that right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah or like the train wreck that was Cop Out with Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. I still like the original title better. What was it? A Couple of Dicks. <laughs> that fits that so well. That that was the original title, and then they changed it because they copped out. <laughs> I can't tell if that's, a, if that's fake or not, because if it is, that's truly like... No, I, I remember seeing like... You know, a movie coming out from Kevin Smith, A Couple of Dicks, starring mm-hmm. Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, later on, all of a sudden, it was like, they changed the mo- name of the movie to Cop Out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember I remember seeing stuff for it with that title. That's awesome. I never, I never knew that. A Couple of Dicks. All right. I like it. <laughs> I'm almo- I am almost positive that's what it was going to be called. Okay. Let me, let me see if they have anything on here. Apparently, it's Kevin Smith's highest-grossing movie. See, that doesn't surprise me, but it definitely wasn't his best. And according to Kevin Smith, Bruce Willis was just awful to work with. Yeah, yeah. So, let's see here. So, the title is a pun, obliquely Mm -hmm. referring to being changed from a couple of dicks. That title was itself a pun, with dick being 1940s slang for detective, and was actually spoken by Bruce Willis after the interrogation scene. Okay, all right. Uh, But yeah, so apparently, on one occasion, Bruce Willis said to Kevin Smith, I'm Bruce Willis. I've been Bruce Willis successfully for 25 years. How long have you been Silent Bob, mother... 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Drama queen, I tell ya. But then Kevin Smith tra- credits Tracy Morgan for getting him through the shoot by being funny and good-natured. Good. <laughs> Tracy Morgan, what I would... I would yeah. yeah, he said, Tracy Morgan, I would lay down in traffic for. Were it not for Tracy, I might have either killed myself or someone else in the making of Cop Out. Yeah, I would assume that Tracy Morgan would be the easiest to get along with, and Bruce Willis would have been the hardest, is how it went down. Right, right. So, uh, yes, we are going to have, we have a Clark trailer out. Looks good. Kind of want to see, you know, because there was that whole falling out between him and a couple of his castmates as well with the Clark's movies. Right, yes, there was. So I wonder if they're going to go into that a little bit, too. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah, I'm sure they will too, and I'm sure. I'm. I mean, I wonder if they're gonna have any bit of the new Clerks movie being filmed in there, or any parts of that. It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. Definitely right. Mm-hmm. So, but that that's basically the end of our movies that we have for this week. Uh, or good. not? Sorry, not the movies that we have this week. Wow, the trailers the that trailers. we had that dropped this week. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I I know what I'm talking about. Maybe eventually so i knows english i english speak good yep (laughs) uh so going on to the movies that are premiering this week there we go the first one that we have is eternals which is rated pg-13 Following the events of Avengers Endgame, an unexpected tragedy forces a group of ancient aliens who have been living on Earth in secret for thousands of years out of the shadows to reunite against mankind's most ancient enemy, the Deviants. Uh, IMDb does not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 58% and Metacritic is sitting at a 56. Those are not very high scores. They are not. No. I was really, I was, I was looking forward to this one. Maybe not as too. much as, as other like Marvel movies, but mm-hmm. I was kind of looking forward to this one. I am too. I mean, and I'm also interested in knowing what the implications of this will be going forward. Right, right. Since, I mean, this movie takes place after Endgame. Mm-hmm. So then, I mean, we're going to figure out why the Eternals didn't help out in any way like they could have. I mean, basically they had... They had said as well that, you know, they were not to interfere with anything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that that whole thing that was going on with Thanos and the snap and everything like that, that, that they were mm-hmm. not to interfere at all with any of that. But these, these, these deviants mm-hmm. are apparently on another level. Okay. And might be, like, changing things that aren't supposed to be changed. Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing this. I like Marvel movies. I know I am behind because I still need to see Shang-Chi and Carnage. But <laughs> uh, I really want to see this one. And the cast looks amazing. Right, right. I'm, I am I think I'm still not sold on Angelina Jolie. She's the only odd one I can, like that doesn't, I don't feel like belongs in this cast. Right. But maybe she will. Who knows? We'll have to see. We'll have to see yeah. how it goes. But yes, uh, so we've got that. Uh-huh. The next movie that we have as well for this week is Spencer, which is rated R. Mm-hmm. The marriage of Princess Diana and Prince Charles has long since grown cold. Though rumors of affairs and a divorce abound, peace is ordained for the Christmas festivities at the Queen's Sandigram estate. There's eating and drinking, shooting and hunting. Diana knows the game, but this year things will be profoundly different. IMDb has a score of 6.9 for this movie. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 88% and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. Again, this is one that kind of surprised me on how much I actually want to see it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Like, you, you hear this is going to be a story of Princess Diana, which is like, okay, sure, I guess. I mean, it's not necessarily, it's not a happy story. That mm-hmm. is that is definite, you know, that is not a happy story. Right. Uh, and then you hear Kristen Stewart's going to be playing Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, uh, really? Kristen Stewart? Really, of all people, her? Right, I know, me too. <laughs> so, uh, but then you see the trailer, and it's just like, wow, 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Princess Diana's there. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's that's to my my untrained you know American ear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, she definitely looks a lot like her in mm-hmm. in from the trailer and I would assume the movie too. Right. Right. So, yeah, this one will be a surprise, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I know we got we got Timothy Spall in this one as well. Yep. Which interesting. So I'm kind of just looking at his movies. Timothy his Spall. Movie. Well, he was in uh Harry Potter. Yep. Yep, he, he was, was Peter Pettigrew. Yep, that's right. He was in Sweeney Todd and uh, yep. King Speech. He was Winston Churchill. Yes, he was. He has uh, slimmed down. Well, good for him. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Fantastic. Uh but yes. Oh wait, Sean Harris is that? It is. Uh, Sean Harris, who was Solomon Lane in the Mission Impossible movies. Okay, all right. Is in this one as well. Mm-hmm. As in Spencer as well, uh, but yes, yes. So this one, honestly, I might want to watch this one more than Eternals. Really, that's something yeah. over a Marvel movie, right? Right. Like I, I don't know. Just it, Eternals, just kind of, eh. You know, it's it. it I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting that that whole like, do we need another one? Is this <laughs> is this ever gonna like? have any sort of conclusion anything like that i mean like end game felt like the conclusion and then we've kept on getting more and prequels mm-hmm. and it's like uh okay you know i'll, I'll go see it because i want to keep up with it but right i, I get you there but maybe this like i okay so when when guardians of the galaxy first initially came out i was looking forward to seeing it but i just didn't know the characters right right and then and then I saw it, and I really enjoyed it, and I love the characters. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping that that's what ha- will happen with Eternals. Yeah. yeah. But I just don't know. I I I know we're t- like we're talking about Spencer right now, but <laughs> right. Well, we're talking about the movies premiering this week, so yeah, go. that works. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can. Yeah. 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 So, so you. You're, you're, uh, for the two movies that we have this week, because that is the last movie that we have, would be mm-hmm. Eternals and then Spencer? Uh, or Eternals and then that's it? N- no, I would say Eternals and then Spencer. Okay. Okay. Maybe, I mean, maybe Spencer a little bit more ahead than Eternals, but I, yeah, I, 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 I do think that I would see Eternals before I saw Spencer, but that's just my preference over comic comic book movies over you know real life gotcha gotcha yeah ah <laughs> uh, okay fantastic well since that is the last movie of the movies that are premiering this week that we have here i do want to say oh excuse me make sure you visit us at facebook where facebook.com slash movies are thing we are also on twitter and instagram at movies are thing no spaces ashes slashes anything like that at movies are a thing uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are a thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we have that over there, patreon.com slash movies are a thing. Travis. Yes. Do you have anything else you would like to say? Uh, no, I do not. Alrighty. Well, then, I do believe that it is about that time. <laughs> Here it comes. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. But today, eleven just, eleven. Not today. It's just two two zero two one one one. One. <laughs> With that pause in there, you have to have the pause. <laughs> I realized I didn't have, have that last one. Uh, let's see here. I still need one. to maneuver. It's okay. I know some maneuvers. He's listing slightly to the left. <laughs> Man, he's got some good maneuvers. Or he must know some maneuvers. Uh, I need to move some stuff around.
No, 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 no. You'll never get past the Senate. Do it. Do it. Do it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um. <laughs> hairball. <laughs> uh, uh, every time it's the oh that gets me. Well, you have to get that in there. Right? <laughs> oh. Cut you a dollar. <laughs> oh. Gotta be quicker than that. Oh. Oh. By the way, thanks for answering my question about Dune. Yep. <laughs> no problem. I couldn't remember. I honestly could not remember. No, we uh we were talking about it because we didn't know if it was yet or not, and then like I think a day or two later they announced. That's right. It w- it was the next day, wasn't it? Yep, it was. It was literally the next day. And then it was greenlit. Gotcha. Already. Oh, I feel like you got a burp. Oh. Just count to three and then unleash. You know what's really weird? What? When your burps come out and they sound like. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's just what the pilgrims wanted. Right. Right. <laughs> uh little dyslexic there, apparently. Uh oh, where did it go? Where did it go? Sorry, I'm trying to figure out. But did anybody ever ask if Annie was okay? No, did they, they, they ask him, Annie, are you, okay? are, are you okay? okay Annie? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Because it, like, <laughs> it looks like Annie's been hit by, that Annie's been struck by a smooth criminal. <laughs> Thank you for getting that, like, as soon as I said it, though. I appreciate yep. that. <laughs> As I got you, as, dude. As soon as I started down the path, you're like, yep, I know where this is going. Yep. <laughs> uh, I got you, man. Sorry, one second. Ah. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, seeing as it's almost 1120 here, I should probably get going. Yeah, go to bed, man. <laughs> All right. Well, in that All case, right. goodbye. 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 Goodbye.